Are you a woman in business who is searching for clarity right now? Maybe that means clarity surrounding your goals, vision, next offer, or even a professional pivot. I know all too well how stressful it can feel when you aren't sure what the next step is. That's why I created a tool that I wish I had when I was in the depths of uncertainty in my business. The 60-day Clarity Journal was born out of my own personal experience in seeking clarity about my new business adventures. All it took was some intentional and dedicated time to get my, at time, fragmented thoughts onto paper so that they could eventually make sense for me to move forward. No matter where you are in your business journey, find your home in this journal and let it serve as a tool to help you get unstuck and back into action. You can grab the journal from Amazon by clicking on the link in the show notes. So why should we be spending time pre-launching? This is how you warm up people and you help them to get to know you. It's how they get comfortable with you. It's how they trust you. It's how they have a relationship with you. This is the foundation to any and all sales, period. Welcome to the Equipped Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Laconi, and I am a business and branding strategy coach, multi-six-figure CEO, and I'm obsessed with empowering female entrepreneurs. If you are looking to walk through entrepreneurship equipped with the business skills, strategies, mindset, and well-being to sustainably grow your business, then you are in the right place, friend. My goal in this podcast is to teach you the life lessons and the strategies that I have personally learned over the past decade of being an entrepreneur. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of She Gets Me Entrepreneur Chat on topics guaranteed to boost your business growth and income. If you're ready for tactical skills mixed with some sisterhood real talk about the world of entrepreneurship, then let's make it a date weekly and take this journey together. Well, hello, welcome back to another episode of the Equip Entrepreneur Podcast. If you happen to stumble upon this podcast for the very first time, welcome. I love equipping female entrepreneurs or females in business with tips and strategy and mindset in order to launch their new online business or create better strategy in their existing business. Today, what I wanna talk about is this concept of pre-launching an offer. And I'm going to talk about some ways to do that so that you're not shocking people when you announce an offer, which is never the goal. I know sometimes it's like, let's just pop up and say, oh, by the way, I did this thing. You can go buy it now. That's not a strategy, and I want to talk a little bit about that today. So when I mean by pre-launching, let's just start there. It's the time prior to the actual launch of an open cart offer. It's the time before you have the cart ready that people can buy things. Many people focus solely on when the offer is open. So for example, when you have the masterclass go live, the mastermind go live, the course go live, anything that requires you to fill seats. When you actually have that checkout available, that's where people focus because they're like, I want to fill the seats. I want to earn the money. And that's an important part. But 
today, what I'm going to talk about is really, I feel like the most important part. And it's the pre-launch because that is the period that ensures that you have a captive audience ready and primed to buy. I know that I have talked to multiple women over the years who get very confused when they go to launch something that they don't have people running towards them. Now, I will say if you are the, I'm using air quotes, influencer out there that people already have that like, know, and trust with you and they literally buy anything that you talk about, maybe you don't have to go to this exact strategy, but I would still suggest it. But if you are brand new and still building your following and your influence and your authority, you hands down need to be doing what I'm about to share with you. So today I want to discuss ways you can start to bring awareness, connection, and interest in before your offer even goes live. But before I do that, I want to let you know that if you happen to be driving folding laundry, wrangling three kids to soccer practice, there's zero pressure to remember all of this information. You can actually head to my show notes of this episode and grab my free resource that will list all of what I'm saying in addition to a few free Canva templates that you can use to launch your next offer. So make sure you check that out and grab that free resource in the show notes of this episode. So why should we be spending time pre-launching? This is how you warm up people and you help them to get to know you. It's how they get comfortable with you. It's how they trust you. It's how they have a relationship with you. This is the foundation to any and all sales, period. Now, let me preface by saying that not all offers have to have a very strategic pre-launch period. So for example, if you're starting a brand new business that has never existed before, you may not need all of what I'm suggesting here. Because sometimes we tend to overanalyze, overcomplicate, like how are we gonna announce this new business? And sometimes, sometimes, it depends on your situation and your business, sometimes we just need to come out and say, hey guys, I've started a new business that I'm super passionate about, Over the next few days and weeks, I'm going to be sharing more about it. That is okay to do. What I'm specifically talking about today in this episode and I'm giving tips for is for the one-to-many offers. And when I say one-to-many, I mean things such as courses, masterclasses, masterminds that require you to fill seats or spots or even products that you have a sales goal for. So let's say that there is something that is launching, whether you created it or somebody else has created it, and you have a sales goal. Like you want to sell X amount of this thing or help this many people. What I'm about to share with you is critical to implement your launch strategy because it will hands down improve your sales. So if we're all in agreement, that having a strategic pre-launch period will help boost your sales when you actually open the cart, then let's get started. So this is very certain content that I feel like you should be sharing during a pre-launch phase. And that's what I'm gonna share with you right now because when I'm working with clients and I help them from the very beginning of Idea Clarity, of creating an offer, of 
thinking about the marketing. And then when they're ready to launch, the first thing they always say to me is, Elizabeth, I don't even know where to start. Like, how do I announce this? And so what I like to have people do is to decide on an offer date. When do you want this offer to go live? Again, talking about that one-to-many offer right now. So let's say you want that offer to go live November 1st. Okay, so then what I'm gonna do, depending on the offer and the price, is that we're gonna back that date up, okay? So you might be thinking, okay, well, how long does this pre-launch need to be? And it really depends on your situation, on your business, on your offer. But in general, what I can tell you is that the higher priced it is, the more time you need to give during the pre-launch period. So if you're launching a $49 masterclass, you probably need maybe two to three weeks to lead up to it. If you're launching a higher ticket, let's say $3,000 mastermind, you need at least eight weeks to talk about it because we already know that the higher investment, the longer it takes people to make up their minds, on average, not for everybody. And that means they need constant exposure. They really need trust with you and connection with you in order to spend that kind of money. $49 might not require as much trust and connection with you, but $3,000 is not small. And so people want to know you. They want to know that you're going to be able to help them. So you need a longer period of time before you just pop up one day and say, hey, I have this $3,000 mastermind who wants to join. That's not the way that strategically it makes sense to roll out a new offer. So what I'm going to share with you right now is how you can create content in that pre-launch phase, no matter how long it is. Okay, so the very first type of content, which I feel like is probably about 50% of your content during this window, is authority content. This type of content shows people that you're an expert in your topic. And so one way you can do that so that you're not creating, recreating the wheel here, is you can pull snippets of your paid offer that's coming and start teaching a small dose of that. So you pull your free content from your paid content, but here's the thing, you don't give it all away, right? You're not gonna give it all away or else they're not gonna actually buy the offer. You teach the what, but not the how. So an example, let's just say that in my niche and what I do, this is an example. If I were to launch a course on how to start an online business, what I might start showing in my Instagram, in my stories, in a reel, or in a podcast episode, this all doesn't have to be social media, by the way, this can be an email as well. I might start sharing things prior to that course coming out, such as five steps to building an attractive offer. Because that's really one section of maybe this entire course of building an online business, because that whole course might be covering everything from the clarity in the beginning to how to price your offer to how to know what you should be offering to the marketing of it to the actual launch of it like this is one small piece of it 
And again, it's not telling you exactly how to do it, but it's literally listing five things that you need to think about when you're deciding what your offer could be. So that could be one thing that I could talk about in my social media that leads people up and helps them understand, okay, Elizabeth knows what she's talking about here. I'm, I'm listening. And I want to know how to do, I don't know how to actually do that. So maybe I actually need the course, right? So authority content is educational and it shows your audience that you know what you're talking about. Another example, let's say you have a mastermind launching in January. Masterminds typically are a higher ticket offer. So you are going to give at least eight weeks in order to talk about that. And let's say the mastermind is bringing women together and really focusing on abundance and mindset and setting goals for the new year. Well, starting around early November, when people are in that state of reflecting of their year and starting to think about the new year and new goals going into November, especially in December, you need to start talking about these topics. You need to start talking about how is their year gone? Um, You know, like what types of things do you need to know or need to know in order to reflect on a year and change it for the next year? Do you see what I'm getting at? Basically, 50% of your content is really showing people the way. It's showing people that you know what you're talking about and it's giving them tips and tools and education. So that's number one. The second one is connection. And this content is all about sharing more about you and your connection to your topic. Personally, this is my favorite way of sharing anything on social media or in my podcast. And I think it comes really far. It helps you go very far when connecting with your audience. It's where you choose your level of comfort to be vulnerable and honest about your journey and why you feel passionate about X, Y, and Z, which is why you're launching your course, your mastermind, your masterclass. It is being able to speak about values that you have in common with your audience, right? Because your audience, your ideal client is going to share the same values as you. So it doesn't actually have to be niche specific. So let me take my example again. I am a business strategist. However, if you've followed me for any length of time, you know that I've had a health journey and I've been extremely open about that. Now, I don't coach people with health, but I have a lot of people who found me on social media because of my health journey. And because I know that, I know that there is a connection there and I know that there is a trust there. And I actually have a bit of authority in that going back to the first point, but when it comes to connection and really connecting with people, whether it's me talking about my anxiety or my experience with Leviquin or, you know, all the physical therapy I've had to go through, there's somebody else out there that's struggling with anxiety. Now that has nothing to do with my offer, but it's connection. And so because of that, I'm going to continue to share about that part of my life because I know it brings connection, which brings trust so that when I am talking about something that I'm offering, they're more likely to feel a pull to to buy that if it makes sense for them. 
But if we're talking about niche specific here, let's say that you're launching a coach or course on how to take ownership of your finances and create a plan to help you get out of debt. Okay. Now, and let's say you're a financial coach. So that's your course that you're ready to launch in about, I don't know, five weeks here. All right. Well, maybe the reason that you're creating that is because your journey took you on a very similar path. Maybe you at one point used to be in debt and you've learned the tools and the strategies to get out of that. And now you're turning around and you're creating a course so that you can help others. Start talking about that. Sometimes this can be really vulnerable content. And so you have to find your level of comfort. It doesn't mean that you have to expose everything in your life. But the more that people see your tie to it, the more they're going to realize, wow, she's gone through this and she's on the other side. I trust her and I want to buy this course from her. I want to sit in her mastermind and learn from her because she's done this and she gets it, right? So that's number two is connection. I think it's so, so, so important because people typically are making decisions based off of emotion and sometimes less on education. So I do think you have to have the blend of both there. Number three is belief disruption. So this is all about shifting limiting beliefs around your program topic. Think about personal beliefs, but also industry standards that maybe don't make sense. And so let's say that you're a health coach and Maybe you've even had a connection. You've had anxiety yourself. So you have that personal connection there. And maybe you strongly believe that there are multiple ways to treat anxiety. And so your content that you're putting out there is saying not every way to treat anxiety has to be through drugs. Maybe you're more of a holistic health coach and you believe in diet and supplementation and vitamins and different things. And that is something that you can start to bring up on your social media, because I will tell you, this is where you really reach your ideal clients, because some people will tune you out immediately because they don't believe that. And that's okay. Right? And I'm by no means am I saying drugs are bad for anxiety. Okay, like I I own them. Okay, but I also believe there's different approaches to it. But it helps people see things in a different way. And it really will clear the air of where you stand. And it will also disrupt maybe someone's limiting belief of feeling like the only way to feel better is drugs. But maybe they've never looked in a way of like, wow, maybe the supplement really could help or maybe meditation and deep breathing could help as well. So it's proving things that are not exactly 100% true. Another example uh, of content that you could do is literally calling out mindset blocks that people typically have and saying, you know, like, this isn't the way to move forward. You need to open your, your horizons and think this way. So it's like, you know, like growth minded versus, you know, like limiting beliefs, right? So that's what I mean. It's this can be a maybe controversial at times. And you can, again, decide your level of comfort, but it's really disrupting the belief that maybe they have that they just need to see, oh, there's a different way and I'm open to it. Number four is objection content. 
And so the typical things, the typical objections that a lot of people have when there's an offer on the table is money, number one, time, number two, willpower, like, oh, do I really have the effort? I don't have the energy to do this. Like maybe it's just not the right time in my life. I'm just so defeated. Or it can even be past experiences. Maybe they've done something like this in the past and it didn't work out for them. I will give you an example that I have in my own business. Sometimes I will hear people say to me, Elizabeth, I I want to work with you, but I've worked with coaches before and I have nothing to show from it. And I actually love this objection because it opens the door for me to ask a lot of questions. What I want to tell you here is that if you can start to anticipate objections in advance and create content around it before you even launch the offer, all the objections have already been covered. One of the ways you can do that, if you know that a common objection that you may get or have gotten in the past is, I don't have the time or I don't have the money, is you could literally get on camera and say something like, why continuing doing it on your own will end up costing you more time and money? Because you're about to debunk that objection, right? You have to have some solid points there, But I know that's one of mine. A lot of times people want to try to do things on their own and they end up spending even more time and money attempting to do it on their own when they could have just worked with me or bought that course or been a part of that mastermind. The fifth one is a behind the scenes look. This one's fun. I love doing this one as well. So this helps, again, prevent that shock factor of all of a sudden you have this course, you have this mastermind, you have this uh, offer, and they're like, wow, I didn't see that coming, which is not the goal. Remember, it's not the goal. A great way to show the behind the scenes of, of you working on this is stories. People love to peep on stories and see what you're doing. Behind the scenes content is really great in stories, but you could do it also as a reel on Instagram as well. But you wanna show that you're actively working on this so that they know it's coming soon. They start to anticipate it and they get excited about it. It builds that excitement and they start to see snippets of maybe, you know, part of your content in there. I know that that's what gets me excited when I know something's launching and it just builds this curiosity as well. I hope that these five different contents at least give you a direction of what you can be talking about and what you can be sharing in that pre-launch phase. Again, this doesn't always have to be on social media, but this is one area that you can definitely do it. So social media, uh, if you have a podcast, you can start talking about on podcasts. And if you have an email list, most definitely you should be using that and you should be building your email list. And so... uh, you know, having an opt-in, some kind of a freebie to where it pulls people's email in and so that you can start talking to people who are your ideal clients is going to be key as well. So don't forget that my free resource is in the show notes. So make sure you grab it. And then if you found this episode to be helpful, I'd really love it if you could pop into the review section of this podcast, leave me a five-star review. Thank you so much, friends, and I'll see you on the next episode.